0: When I was like in fourth grade, I made my own comic books and I printed them out, wasted a hundred sheets of paper on my home printer, went into school, was selling them for like 50 cents a pop and -hmm. then got in trouble, sent to the principal's office um, and told that I couldn't sell my comic books in school, to which I replied. But I'm a business person. I'm just trying to learn how to operate a business. Like This is what school is for. And Mm -hmm. I got detention for a long time for that. I'm going to get incriminated on this recording. I I know I'm going to say something terrible. I'm just no, waiting no. for it.
1: Chaz! What up, cuz? Hello! <laughs> oh my god, your hair is so long. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Dude, well, so, explain to me what this is.
1: Basically, I'm just like having conversations with people that I think are cool. So, essentially, I think that you are cool. Oh, uh, I'm honored. Anyway, did you bring a snack? Yeah, I brought a snack. What is your snack? I
0: brought a Cliff Bar.
1: Oh my God, that's so classic! It's like crunchy peanut
0: butter Cliff Bar.
1: Oh, okay. No, it's
0: not white macadamia nut. Just because I don't have it,
1: it would be if I had it. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I would guess. But that's good. That's very you. Mm -hmm.
0: Very solid. Mm
1: -hmm. But I feel like you'd be the one who'd be like, "Oh, they taste like dog food or something like that."
0: I mean, they do but I don't really care. <laughs> okay. That's what it is.
1: That's true. Okay. Um. Well, I just want to give a background. So you're a sophomore at Brown University studying urban studies. And are you doing the independent concentration?
0: I'm in the process of, of submitting an independent concentration. Yeah. In what? I'm thinking at the moment, it's going to be something like um, content creation and entrepreneurial innovation or something like that. Something mm-hmm something that incorporates a lot of like there's going to be acting classes it's going to be like wow. art classes it's going to be maybe a little bit of cs um wow. and then business as well so it's just going to be like how to navigate creating content and you know developing brand and doing entrepreneurship in the digital age it's kind of kind of what i'm looking at right now but i don't know.
1: so do you have to like pick all the classes that you want for that
0: Yeah, I have to pick all the classes. Taking, like, psychology for business, TAPS, um, social entrepreneurship, and then some some little bit of econ and other stuff, some art classes. I'm not sure yet, really. It's fun. I'm excited.
1: That's good. It's a
0: fun process.
1: When do you know, like, if it gets approved?
0: I'm meant to submit it by the end of next semester so I'll probably submit it like by the end of the summer and then go back and forth with them a couple times and get it approved by the end of the semester. That
1: sounds really cool though like it sounds very on par. With
0: yeah you. yeah exactly so that, that was the problem I was trying to like fit my interests to a certain concentration for a really long time oh. but that was not kind of who I am I'm happy that I'm finally gonna kind of really try and explore what I'm passionate about so, Why
1: is it it's, so interesting. it's gonna be a good time. Why is it so classic that you would be, like, out of all people, you would be the one who, like, does an independent concentration?
0: Obviously. Because that's, like, the point, right? It's it's supposed to attract the people that would do an independent concentration. Thank God I didn't go through and keep trying to do, like, econ or some shit. I literally got a 38 on my last econ test.
1: Yes, remember? I'm just
0: dying. I hate econ.
1: No, remember when you were, like, oh, yeah. I'm Okay, first of all, you were, like, shitting on CS. And then you were like, you're you're all like nerds, nerds. And then you were like, oh my God, I'm going to be a CS major. And then now you're here.
0: (laughs) See, I was, I was right. See, I was like, CS sucks. And I was like, I'll give it a chance. And then I was like, nah, CS is bad.
1: Like you're incorporating some of it, right? I'll
0: probably put 15 in the major, just like like background and understanding a coding language and Java. Yeah. Okay. Just like I it, it, think it's a good thing to be able to do CS on some level. Like I'm, I'm yeah. definitely better for having taken 15. Just learning how to approach problems in a com- computer sciencey way is definitely a good piece of knowledge to have. That's true. 16, though, wild.
1: Wait, you're originally from Boston, right? But you go, went to high school in New York.
0: Yeah. Originally from Boston, um, moved to New York at a young age, went to high school in New York. Now live on an island in the middle of nowhere.
1: And it's your mom and your dad and your two sisters?
0: Yep, two younger sisters. They're twins, 12 years old. Very annoying. I'm sure sit, sitting outside the door right now, listening to me
1: Aww, that's
0: talk cool. and waiting to annoy me at the, at the earliest stage possible.
1: So I feel like whenever somebody meets you, it doesn't matter like if they know you for a second or if they know you for like five years, but you will always bring up the fact that you went, went on a gap year. No, 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 that's Catholic. That's, cat,
0: that's Cat. But I did go on a gap year.
1: Okay. Well how but, did my your,
0: Gap year was very
1: good though. It was good. How did your family or like your family slash parents react when you said that you wanted to do a gap year?
0: Um it was kind of almost always known that I was gonna do it. Okay. Um, when I was sixteen I took the summer and I went to Spain alone and I walked the Camino de Santiago. It's a five hundred mile trail in northern Spain. And I did it alone and that kind of just established that I was going to be an independent kid and kind of do my own thing. So I had talked about taking a gap year for a while after that, but you know, it was really, if I could pay for it myself and I did, and I could do kind of constructive and relatively productive things with it, which I think I did, they were, they were all for it. Wait, so what did you do? Ah, that's a, it's a good question. So um, for the first three months, I worked I worked like 4 a.m to 10 p.m three different jobs um, just making a ton of money so I could go waste it all the year um, then I this is yeah, yeah. so I, I went to Spain after that I, I rented a pretty cheap apartment um, in Valencia and I lived there learned Spanish I took some coding classes online tried to start a business didn't go very well um, and I went to Ireland for a bit I lived in Hong Kong and interned for for a law firm there. Um, then I went to Australia for a little while, and then I lived in Washington DC and I interned for a Senate campaign there. Then came back, and uh,
1: that's so much. Went to Brown. Wait, that's like that's like
0: kind of wild. Yeah, I packed a lot of shit into the year. I will say that much. I did a good job of packing stuff in. And Wait. I was gonna say, like, you can if you just kind of do things every day even small things it, it feels like you're really even if you're only in a place for like a month or two if you just kind of consistently do things um then it feels like it, it lasts for a long time like in hong kong i was doing some crazy shit like climbing a mountain or going to a beach and a new island every day and it really felt like i was there for an eternity like i look back and i feel like i lived in hong kong for so long i lived there for like a month and a half oh wow yeah. so I just like just filling filling my days kind of made it stretch a little bit
1: Wait, so when you, like, went to the different places, like, what was your, like, point, I guess? Or, like, what were you trying to do? Or were you just, like, doing whatever and then, like, see, like figuring it out as you went along?
0: So a lot of it was figuring it out as I went along, but I kind of had, like, a general goal in every place that I went to. Um, with, like, the larger goal of developing myself as an entrepreneur and as somebody who's interested in business and somebody who wants to do things in my life that are people-facing and out in the world. Um so my goal with Spain was basically just kind of relax, recuperate from the hell that was high school. Yeah. Um finish learning Spanish, learn a little bit of CS. Um and generally just like take a break from everything. And I think I did a good job of that. I rested for 2 months straight. It was pretty awesome. Um Ireland and Australia, I visited friends there, old friends and I wanted to just catch up and kind of reestablish those connections because those are some of my closer friends that I had in high school. Mm -hmm. um who had moved and hong kong and and washington were more about professional development and just understanding how to operate in a completely new place in a completely different culture um in a type of job that was kind of like client facing so to speak that i had never really interacted with on any level before and i think i got a lot of exposure to a lot of different kinds of worlds doing that so i think that was kind of my goal
1: so how did you finance all of this Hey, man,
0: I I I just worked a ton at um just small jobs. Like I worked some days 4am to 10pm. Um, I worked at a bagel shop as a line cook. Uh, I worked at a boutique. And I worked at a gelato shop, which is a whole nother story.
1: Yeah. okay. <laughs> well, so it seems like even before high school or before your gap year, you always had this like, entrepreneurial sense where you like wanted to create something were you always like that even when you were like growing up
0: oh 100 percent. like I was the kid that when I was like in fourth grade I made my own comic books and I printed them out wasted 100 sheets of paper on my home printer went into school was selling them for like 50 cents a pop and mm-hmm. then got in trouble sent to the principal's office um and told that I couldn't sell my comic books in school to which <laughs> I replied Uh, but I'm a business person. I'm just trying to learn how to operate a business. Like this is what school is for. And I got detention for a long time for that. Um, But I was always an entrepreneur. I always doing crazy shit, getting myself into trouble, trying to make a,
1: how do you like it so much? Like what, what is it about it that like attracts you?
0: I mean, I'm always, I've always been attracted to the whole, like make your own money thing and work for yourself. I, I absolutely cannot stand being told what to do. Um, by by anybody, especially somebody who's like not a great boss. I had a lot of this experience when I was working over the summer at the at that bagel shop. Mm-hmm. I had a really crappy boss, and it kind of just reinforced my whole opinion that I if I was going to make money in my life, I was going to have to work for myself because the mm-hmm. shit just wasn't going to fly. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I've I've always been a really independent kind of self starter person, and I I've always felt that there was a lot more kind of gain to be made working on my own than working for someone else.
1: So that kind of makes sense why you're creating your own concentration because you're like, Brown can't tell me what to study. I'm just going to make it up myself. Oh,
0: that's 100% facts. (laughs) Brown's really trying to tell me to study microeconomics. That shit is boring and useless. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Like, I'm not going to sit there
1: and study it. That's that's whack. It's not how I operate. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that. (laughs) Well, okay. So then you took your gap gear and then. You got to Brown and now you've been there for two years. So how was your first two years at Brown? Like, were they what you expected? Were they not? I made some whack friends. Anya, who the fuck is that? Who's that?
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I've had a great two years. It's been everything I expected. The only time that I ever doubted Brown was in the first 12 hours I got here. Um, <sighs> and I just ended up playing like a card game in Andrew's lounge and then going to bed at like 11 p.m. on the first day and I was like I fucking hate college (laughs) but after that it's it's been an absolute whirlwind of the time Um, I've met some awesome people developed a lot personally and professionally done some really cool things cool clubs Um, a lot of them were with you Anya Innovation Dojo yeah definitely one of the highs of my freshman year yeah Um, but yeah no it's 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 been it's been a great two years for sure unfortunately cut short but
1: I know sad. has it done anything like what has your experience at Brown done in terms of like your entrepreneurial spirit like has it like aided it or like made it greater or kind of dampened it or that's a good question um so I think it's been
0: like up and down Mm -hmm. um in the beginning when I came to Brown I was kind of a little burned out from entrepreneurship I had been trying to start this business over my gap year. I was trying to make custom shoelaces um, because I had this like really cool vision about how expression and clothing was all going to change in the next few years. Like socks were the last wave of expression and, and laces were going to be this like cool new way to kind of express your style through your clothing choices, Okay. Um, especially at like corporate jobs where you kind of couldn't wear too much crazy stuff. You had to wear a suit every day. I thought like interesting laces were going to be the next wave. Um, and to some degree they were, but I just couldn't figure out how to make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of unfortunate because I was all over the world. and I didn't really have a solid base from which to start a company. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of petered out. So I was, a little, I was a little torn away from entrepreneurship when I came in. And I was pretty set on being like an econ guy and, and going to finance or consulting. Yeah. Um, but as kind of Brown went on and I started to explore finance a little bit more, I really started to figure out it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of those exploratory programs freshman year. Yeah. And then the summer kind of after freshman year, I had a desk job. I hated it. Um, and I got the chance to buy a gelato shop hey. from some crazy thing. Um, and that's kind of become my number one thing. I've rebranded it. I've just been doing a ton of work on it, completely changing the place. And that's been my big entrepreneurial venture. And it's kind of gotten me back into entrepreneurship. And at the moment, I'm trying to figure out how I balance being an entrepreneur, which I really love, and kind of making some money quick
1: mm-hmm.
0: and figuring out how to support my family out of college, which is looking like consulting because it's a very entrepreneurial industry um, and I enjoy it. So okay. it's, it's kind of balanced out now, but it's been up and down.
1: So how the hell did you get a gelato shop?
0: <laughs> kind of glossed over that one a little bit. Yeah, so I got a gelato shop. Um, so I had worked in this gelato shop on Block Island
1: uh-huh.
0: over the summer before I went on my gap year, And I'd worked for this girl. She was a girl. She was like 20 years old. Um, she was my, she she owned the shop. She had gotten it from some other guy through some kind of chance affair. Um, and she was like, look, I'm going to retire in two years. I want you to take over the shop. And I was like, yeah, cool. Okay. That's not really going to happen. Two years later, she retires, approaches me and says, do you want to buy the shop? I'm like, shit I don't have any money um so I worked that summer I worked at a at a green technology company made consumer electronics um and I did just like in your normal internship business development or whatever um and I made eight thousand dollars immediately took that eight thousand put it down on the gelato shop and why never looked back from there
1: why was it so, so immediate like like why were you, why did you put so much faith in it?
0: Um, cause I, I know the island really well and I know the opportunity really well. I didn't need to put so much effort into researching how kind of profitable it would be because I literally had worked there for two years. Um, I understood that it was a pretty simple business with really, really crazy margins. And if I could just kind of make it happen. And even if I didn't really change anything about the business, I'd be making money. She was putting no effort into it and making 30,000 in profit a summer. And I was like, if I put some effort and money into this, I can easily push fifty thousand my first summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent the whole year kind of developing it for that goal, and it was working. And then coronavirus happened, and now everything's up in the air. So
1: we'll see what happens. But That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I was pretty confident in the opportunity because I knew it really well.
1: So what are the what were like the developments that you made?
0: So complete renovation, complete rebranding. Um, I had to raise $25,000, just all kinds of stuff. I had to figure out new suppliers. I changed it from a gelato shop to a coffee and gelato shop. Uh, Installed a a secondary point of sale uh, through the window. Um, Started expanding into espresso, started expanding into different branded goods, merchandise, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. Renegotiated my lease, uh, just a lot of stuff. And it, it's been definitely a, uh, it's, it's been a struggle, but I've learned a shit ton about operating a business. So there's definitely been pluses.
1: What are like the top two things that you've learned?
0: Top two things that I've learned. Like there's, <laughs> you never have enough time. So start immediately.
1: Okay. That
0: is the first thing that I learned. Because okay. I, I really thought that I just didn't really do much the first semester. I kind of renegotiated my lease. I set up a couple plans. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen in business. It never goes your way. Yeah. Uh, just when I thought everything was falling into place the worst pandemic in a hundred years hit the country and shit just like, hit the fan you know so you, you can't you can't look at four months and be like oh I, I can get started in a month you had to say I get started last week like yeah you just need to work when you have a business you can't take time off
1: wow wise words I feel like that's like pretty in- insightful
0: thank you Wow. thank you I, I other than that like I've learned a billion things like Learned how to write emails properly. Yeah, uh, that's another lesson that I've learned about. Just like being able to get along with a shit ton of different kinds of people.
1: Huh. you just like brown
0: education not going to help you there.
1: Well, so do you just like kind of like, not transform yourself, but like tweak what you do a little bit based on who you're talking to?
0: Yeah, definitely. You especially on Block Island where there's like a, a pretty big kind of liberal. Um, East, Northeastern population, but there's also a, a really sizable country population, like mm-hmm. dudes that mean business, um, like people that you're just not accustomed to seeing in, in the kind of Providence bubble or in the urban bubble. Yeah. And I think I'm lucky that I took my gap year because I, one of the big things that I learned over the gap year, especially when I worked for a Senate candidate, was just how to interact with and kind of persuade different people to see your perspective. Um, One of my goals when I was working on the Senate campaign, it was a Maryland campaign. So there's like, you know, the kind of belt D.C. area where there's a lot of liberals. And then there's the western Maryland area where there's a ton of Republicans. And overall, the state's super integrated between Democrats and Republicans. Mm -hmm. The candidate that I was working for was an independent. So basically, my job was to get him signatures to get him on the ballot. And I would need to be able to persuade Republicans, independents, Democrats, libertarians, anybody With a different kind of pitch to make them sign the paper and put them on the ballot and that was my job so i think that that contributed a lot to my ability to kind of to do that kind of thing now Hmm. in entrepreneurship
1: damn that's pretty interesting wait which which candidate did you
0: work for his name is neil simon he lost
1: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) pretty badly He did a really good job
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I got him on the ballot I got him
1: like oh, you did? A, okay.
0: I got him a thousand signatures okay so okay. we got him on the ballot he did lose okay
1: so. okay well you got him on the ballot that, that means you did your job yeah my,
0: my job was done my job was done I, I I left that man in like June and then he lost in like October okay. if I stayed till October motherfucker would have won I'll right. tell you okay. that much
1: so it was because you left that he won <laughs> okay yeah I'm pretty confident okay okay Chaz classic Chaz okay. <laughs> Wait, so with the gelato, what is like the current status? Obviously, it's like postponed, but are you going to go back? Like, are you still holding on to it?
0: Yeah, so it's it's not as bad as you would think. Um, Most studies are saying that we've already hit the peak of the coronavirus. Um, And most of the businesses on the island that are kind of food or retail have been open for takeout. So I'm looking to open in a kind of limited capacity um, with a limited upfront capital investment. By me on June first, and primarily for takeout and maybe having some like takeaway service. Okay. People can come to the window and get their gelato, coffee. But I'm expecting that this summer is going to happen on some level. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I think we're going back to school in the fall. You know, I'm 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 pretty optimistic at this point, as long as social distancing keeps working. So you know, right now I'm in the shop finishing up renovations, um, finishing up rebranding. My suppliers are still kind of supply chain still exists so i've been talking to those guys we're, we're getting our um we're getting our custom blend for coffee brewed up right now we're figuring that out hmm. uh, so everything's going everything's a little pushed back but it's on track okay life is good
1: that that's sounds yeah it sounds like a lot of work wait so you're doing a custom blend for your coffee oh yeah what does that even we got like
0: a little custom label action basically it just means that he makes coffee that. Like, I'm like, make me a, a dark roast. He makes a dark roast, and we custom package it. That's basically it. So I just work with my supplier. So it, who, it's kind of cheeky. It does, it's not as cool as it sounds.
1: So how, who who is this guy? Like, how did you even find him?
0: <laughs> so I basically the the coffee the coffee game is you want to have coffee that's both unique and good, and yeah. it's very hard to find those two together. Um, so I wanted to have coffee that nobody else on Block Island had because mm-hmm. coffee in the islands kind of shit. So I just looked everywhere. I wanted to find like a nice local roast roastery. Um, and I found this guy in Riverside, Rhode Island, small batch coffee roaster. Um, and it, we we kind of worked together. I went to his place we He showed me his his roasting situation, gave me some samples, and you know we kind of went from there. He's a cool guy. name's Brian, classic like hipster barista. just started his own operation. Wow. and supplies a couple of small shops I
1: think and
0: I, I'm, I'd be his first client on Block Island so it would be unique wow. it's good coffee yeah it's, it's it's pretty cool stuff
1: so did you just like cold like cold call him or something like that
0: yeah I, I just I, I emailed his company he answered we got on the phone it's called Borealis Coffee huh. um, but yeah no I, I I talked to a bunch of people before him and the kind of key factor was I needed somebody who could both give me coffee custom label it deliver to block island and also provide me with equipment cuz i needed to get cheap equipment and he did all of them and he was the only one that did all of them and thank god he had good coffee too cuz i would have been fucked but Wait,
1: yeah that's kind that, of it
0: kind of worked out yeah
1: that's wild that how did you convince him to do that because like the gelato shop isn't even running yet right
0: yeah <laughs> i mean he it was it was like a mutual i didn't have to do much cuz it's like a mutual gain for him okay. he gets to get his coffee on block island which is a crazy cool market That's and it's a, it's a really good vacation market one of the best markets in rhode island mm-hmm. if not the best uh, after newport i guess and i got unique good coffee he got a presence on a really good vacation spot and we kind of called it a day you know it's true
1: okay so it's like a win-win for
0: both yeah it was like a win-win and mm-hmm. now we both lose because of coronavirus but it was a win-win it was a good try okay <laughs> it, was, it worked well
1: Wait, so are you thinking about, so still working on operating the gelato shop and then going into consulting at the same time? Yeah, so I I just
0: interviewed for for a consulting firm and kind of praying that that goes well, but it would be a week-long internship at the end of this summer, and I think I could make that happen. Um, But next summer is the real question, right? So if all goes well this summer, and I'm going to keep doing this next summer, the question is, what do I do? And I'm not really sure yet. I haven't crossed that bridge yet. But if I get an offer, then I'll cross that bridge. Until then, I'm just going to focus on kind of Schrodinger's summer. I'm going to both prepare to do consulting and prepare to do entrepreneurship, and, and we'll see what happens.
1: Hmm. Okay. Like, kind of in the bigger picture. So you have this, like, gap year and then, like, school at Brown, gelato shop, blah, blah, blah. What are you in, like, consulting now? What are you consciously or maybe unconsciously like preparing yourself for? Is it for like, a, just like the ultimate entrepreneurship, you make your own company type thing? Anya, my
0: goal is to have no problems and no stress and be sitting on an island somewhere in the Caribbean alone as soon as possible. That is my oh, long-term no. goal. That is what I'm working towards. So the path I think to get there is, you know, doing some sort of consulting, Understanding how the world works by doing consulting, developing myself professionally, getting contacts, getting networking, gaining skills, doing entrepreneurship, hitting it big, and retiring early. I think that's my goal <laughs> if I had to plan it out, <laughs> okay. but I don't know who knows maybe I get to maybe I get to a consulting firm and I fall in love with it and I stay there for thirty years like if that's also possible, who
1: knows that's true, yeah, yeah, that's true. I just find it funny that I'm, you alone. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, alone. Don't want none of you motherfuckers bothering me. Like <laughs> people trying to FaceTime me, get out of here, none of that shit.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel like that's like pretty that's a pretty I don't know, like mature goal, I feel like. Like I feel like a lot of people wouldn't really answer in that way.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I don't know. As long as my family is provided for and I'm I'm having fun, I'm learning. Um, doing what I love. I think that's all that really matters at the end of the day. True, true. That That's really my goal is just just having fun, hopefully making money, making everybody around me kind of rise up. That's the goal.
1: Oh, that's so cute.
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks.
1: Okay, one more question. Um, who are two people right. that you admire from brown who are also kind of building something of their own it doesn't necessarily have to be a company but it could um and who you think would be good on the show
0: hmm oh oh first first person easy um actually okay so i i feel like weird naming these two people because i think like every time i think of people that are doing cool shit I think of these two people to the point where I emailed them both and I was like, can you guys just meet each other and like get coffee or something? Cause you people are fucking so cool and you should know each other. And okay. I think, you know, both of them. Um, the first is Elvia Perez, you know, Elvia.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay.
0: I think Elvia is just like doing crazy cool shit all the time. Um, she's kind of got like almost got this like entrepreneurial social influencer vibes.
1: Uh-huh. Like
0: she's, she's building up to something like that. I feel like she's working on a pretty cool startup right now i i can't really remember what it is i think it's like a, it's like educational something or other but it's really cool. it incorporates techno technology and education okay. um it's like social entrepreneurship it's it's a cool thing
1: okay
0: and she's always doing something awesome and she can she can talk forever about her stuff
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: um other person is jack schaefer oh
1: uh, yeah dojo kid
0: dojo kid
1: that man is he's also like kind of like me and uh like,
0: we, we're not just, like, the smartest people on the planet, but we kind of try and make shit happen and, and just do shit. Um, hmm. He's, like, the, the best, like, do shit person that I know. I don't know anybody who does shit better than Jack does, hmm. um, and he's always working on a venture, and he hit it pretty reasonably big with his last one. It was, um, I think it was Bear Dens. Have you heard about that?
1: Bear Dens?
0: Yeah, it's, like, the new system for, like, looking up housing at Brown oh it's like the new system for for everybody to kind of understand and go through dorms and stuff like that Oh, okay. i don't really know much about it because i've never gone through the lottery but yeah.
1: like when apparently
0: like it's it's pretty good yeah
1: okay yeah i'm yeah, sure he'd love to talk about people it we'll do that because like they don't know like which house is good or whatever and like this the website was like super outdated i That's think cool. they fixed it okay so i
0: know i know he was a part of that and he's also done some other crazy cool stuff Okay. But I don't. I don't want this. This just to be like a bunch of lame entrepreneurs just talking about all the shit that they do. So who? I'm sure. Who else? Who else are you going to interview? Well, I don't
1: know yet. I'm still thinking about it. That's why I asked.
0: What? All right. That's this. It's so cool. That's so cool. You should. You should talk to Helen. <laughs> I don't know if she'd take it seriously
1: enough. Yeah, she probably just cracked on off. Yeah. <laughs> I feel
0: like Helen. Helen's always doing cool things too. She has a lot of skills.
1: That's true. Um,
0: I know Sophie, Sophie's also doing something relatively interesting. Oh, um, so that some sort of
1: right?
0: project for something. Yeah, something for, for kids some affected by coronavirus, something like that. But it, it's a reasonably cool project, and she's a plebe, So, you know, it's probably something cool to say.
1: That's true. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I did ask you to have a little show-and-tell thing.
0: Alright, alright. I got my I got my video on all right. Okay, okay. Okay. Alright. I got a uh, three balled up socks here because I'm too poor for balls,
1: but I'm gonna juggle. You're gonna juggle? Are you, are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. Wow. There you go. Oh okay. <laughs> very nice very nice very nice <laughs> that's what
0: I've been doing other than doing a gelato shop I just taught myself how to juggle a couple of days ago so I was oh, really?
1: wait so you didn't always know how to juggle that was like a quarantine thing
0: yeah wow
1: that's pretty impressive
0: no totally like just woke up woke up last week and it was like all right I'm just gonna learn how to juggle today <laughs>
1: That's kind of fun. I,
0: it was pretty easy, honestly. Like I'm pretty sure anyone can do it if they just like devote three hours to it. It's like not that hard. But it's fun. It's a cool little thing to have, I guess.
1: Good party trick. Well now the it's a good
0: party trick. It's a good party not trick.
1: The question is if you can do that when you're drunk.
0: I feel like it would be easier. You think it might be, be one of those things like like speaking speaking a foreign language it might just be easier because you're not paying attention as much. Like half the reason you fuck up when you're juggling is because you like start looking at shit and you're like, ah, what's going on? You're drunk. (laughs) You just like start doing it. feel like you're not even looking at it. You're just kind of doing
1: it. Okay. Well, I'm not. I don't know.
0: That's a hypothesis. We'll test it at Brown.
1: I'll believe Seven years when we get back. Yeah. When I see it. Well, (laughs) thank you so much, Chaz. This has been wonderful. You've been a great first interviewee. Uh, Thanks, Ka. In what
0: format are you going to like release this or whatever? Like uh, what's it going to look like? What are you going to do?
1: I have no idea, but I'll tell you when I do. I'll, I'll like let you know any, everything before I do anything with anything.
0: Oh, bet, okay. Yeah. Am I, are we going on Spotify? Are we, are we gonna be on uh, like iTunes? How's <laughs> this gonna work?
1: Ooh, gonna I'm happen. excited. It's gonna happen now. This is
0: so cool. I, I can't believe nobody thought to do this. It's such a good idea.
1: Thanks. I think it's just cool. I just, just like room. talking to people that
0: i think are cool well i appreciate it thank thanks for reaching out to me i, I always like talking about myself my favorite thing to do so
1: i know
0: it's <laughs> basically a favor for you this is this is really just you did i don't even think this was like this was 100 percent for me i i just enjoyed this myself honestly beautiful. i didn't even do it for you at all this is me. that's all i
1: <laughs> wanted to hear <laughs> well have a good night
0: but thanks co all safe. right i'll t- talk to you soon Okay. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Adios.